Have you ever dreamed of what life would be like if you were financially free? Yeah, me too. Which is why despite having three children under the age of four and working full time, I decided to start an online business. However, I was not prepared for the chaos starting a business would wreak on my life. I lost sight of the things that were most important to me. The result? I was stressed, overwhelmed, and exhausted with nothing to show for it. I was ready to call it quits. When I realized something, when I keep the most important things in my life stable, that is when I thrive. Now I'm on a mission to inspire other amazing women to do the same. But the real question is, how do we do it? Join me on my journey as I build my financially freeing business using today's top marketing strategies while keeping stability in my home, family, and mind. My name is Johanna Buss, and this is the Stable Mama Podcast. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Stable Mama Podcast. Today we have a special guest, Tasha Booth. She is an agency owner, coach, and podcaster. She is the founder and CEO of the Launch Guild, an online business management and digital marketing implementation agency supporting established coaches and course creators with course and podcast launches, operations and systems management, and content management and repurposing. Her team is 18 members strong and works together to support their clients in being able to focus back into their zones of genius. Additionally, she supports virtual support pros who are passionate and ready to grow their business while living life on their own terms and is the host of How She Did That podcast, a podcast for virtual assistants, online business managers, and project managers to learn business and tech tips. Tasha is an Air Force wife to her husband, Scott, stepmom to Grace and Meredith, and work-from-home dog mom to Stanley and Boomer. In her spare time, she watches true crime TV, sings karaoke, and tends to our organic vegetable garden. Tasha, I am so excited to have you here. Thank you for having me. I'm excited to be here. Wow, that is quite an introduction. You are a busy woman. (laughs) I am. I love staying busy, so it works for me. Perfect. Well, with that in mind, I would absolutely love to hear how you keep stability in your life, your mind, your family, and your home as you build this amazing business you have. Yeah, I think there are several ways that I keep stability. Number one, I've just eliminated the guilt that comes from wanting to do it or believing that I need to do it all and also believing that I need to do it all myself. So I'm hugely into outsourcing We have a landscaper that comes once a month. We have uh, house cleaners that come weekly. And it used to be that I was like, oh, that stuff is for other people. You know, that's for like super rich people or whatever. But I realized that I can't do everything and I can't show up the best for my business and also for my family and my life if I'm trying to do everything. So I think that that's definitely number one. And number two is having outside things that I enjoy. And this has really been a struggle for me. You know, my husband being in the Air Force, we're not in a place where like I have a bunch of friends or I know people from like years and years. So it's really trying to figure out like what works for me. So working out, working out by myself or with my husband and also like stuff like tending to my garden, just having something else outside of my business that is important to me. And I think the third and final thing is just having those people that hold you accountable and that you can go to just to vent. So for me, that includes my admin right hand in chief in my business, Jay LaRay. It includes my business coaches and it includes my, the people in my mastermind. So I have a lot of biz besties and everything that I can go to for advice and support and encouragement. That sounds amazing. You just gave three really big tips. <laughs> 
Thank you for that. I do have one quick follow-up question. Way in the beginning, the very start, I think a lot of our listeners are really struggling because they're just, they're turning their wheels and they're just trying to find some traction. What would you uh, give them for advice on keeping that stability and kind of implementing those amazing tips you just gave? Yeah, I think it starts with deciding, like, first you need to decide what you want your life to look like and what you want your business to look like and how those things meet and intertwine. And then from there, you start making small incremental changes. I think, like I was saying before, that I thought that, you know, the things that I needed in in order to support me to be able to have the life that I want, I thought that that was outside of the realm of possibility. But then when I start thinking about it, like, you know, immediately I I saw opportunities, for example, first hiring somebody to help me a little bit within my business and then hiring cleaners to come every two weeks. And so it's those incremental changes that really help support you, especially as you're getting started. I know that it seems like, you know, money is tight when you're getting started and all those things, but making small tweaks and changes can really give you some space to have clarity in your business, which is the the thing that you're going to need in order to, to grow and to scale it. Awesome advice. I love this. So could you tell me a little bit about yourself and your business? Oh, goodness. Yes. (laughs) I'll try to keep it brief. So I started about four years ago, and now my business has grown into what is now the Launch Guild, which, which is an online business management digital marketing implementation agency. I have a team of 18, which is still insane to me, (laughs) but they're just absolutely amazing people. And we support mostly coaches and course creators with everything from their course and podcast launches all the way through ongoing online business management. And we're not just online business managers, but we're also VAs and Facebook ads managers and graphic designers. And I've got a bunch of specialists. So that's the agency side of my business. And the other side of my business is that I support VAs, OBMs, and project managers on building and growing their profitable and sustainable businesses. So that's something that I started about two years ago. I've always had this passion for teaching and supporting others and being able to do that in both my one-on-one, my group coaching programs, as well as my courses allows me to do that. Wow. Just impressive. Four years. That's amazing. Thank you. Yeah, it didn't start off the way that it is now. So definitely incrementally working, you know, day in and day out on my business, but super excited about where it is now and where we're headed as well. Awesome. Well, I would love to kind of dive deep into the start of your business. So what gave you the idea? What motivated you to start your business? Yeah. So I always tell people that I started my business by accident, (laughs) which is definitely the truth. So I started off as a blogger. I had a frugal, healthy living blog. So I just happened to be, you know, to end up in a lot of Facebook groups with other bloggers. And I kept seeing the word VA and people asking for VAs. And at first I had no idea what that was. And then when I found out that VA stood for virtual assistant, I realized that a lot of the skills that I was cultivating in my own business and to be able to run my blog were the things that these bloggers and course creators and then coaches were needing support in. So I just started very part-time evenings and weekends as a VA for some people. And it kind of really grew and spiraled from there to the point of where I was able to leave my nine to five job about eight months after uh, because I was making more as a VA part-time than I was in my nine to five executive level position. So from there, it just kept growing and growing. I am one that believes in 
always having support. So definitely having the support of a coach and a mentor, I was able to kind of jump some of those early hurdles that other people have and just keep building it. Wow. Amazing. Eight months. That's, that's definitely inspiration to a lot of our listeners. One of the big questions I'm sure on their, is on their mind, though, is in this eight months of building up while you're working full time, how are you balancing your, your family, your, your work, your business? Yes. So I will say that I think some of it is going to be different for your listeners because I am a stepmom and our daughters don't live with us full time. So I definitely had a, probably a lot more. I was going to say a little bit more, but probably a lot more quote unquote spare time than a lot of your listeners. I will say that I still did have a demanding job where sometimes I'd be in at my job by, you know, six in the morning if I had to. I was the health and well-being director of two YMCAs. So sometimes I'd have to cover classes for other people, group fitness classes. So I would have a, you know, a, a pretty rigorous schedule outside of running my part-time business. And I just looked at what was possible. I looked at what my schedule could hold. I'm an early bird, so I definitely liked getting up earlier, getting some client work done, and then also on the weekends, being able to get some client work done. And I think also the thing that helped to balance that out was still prioritizing things like date nights and the TV shows that my husband and I enjoy watching. That was still really important to us. Great advice. I love that you, you talk about prioritizing some of the important family things, such as date nights, and, um, and now I'm blinking. <laughs> no, date, no, just date nights and TV shows and stuff. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> and no, that's, that's fine. But I think that it's so important because what I see, the biggest path to burnout, especially for a lot of newer VAs who haven't figured it out yet, is saying like, I'm going to go a hundred thousand percent in on my business and like put blinders on for everything else around. And I think what tends to happen is you end up hating your business, you end up hating your clients and you end up hating yourself. And that's not a great place to, to come to, you know, to, to have a supportive business and to have a business that has longevity. So you want to make sure that like those things that are important to you still remain important. I love that. And it resonates with me a hundred percent. I guess the last thing I really have a question about is how did you really find traction in the beginning? Mm -hmm. I spent a lot of times in a lot of time in Facebook groups and just getting to know people and, and having conversations with people. I think one of the things that we forget about in the online space is that people still want to connect with people. They still want to hire people that they like, right? So if you are able to connect with people on a person to person level, um, then that just just makes it so much easier to, to get hired by people. And one of the things that I did early on, I spent all of 2018 doing 52 coffee chats in 52 weeks. And that was super duper helpful. So basically what I did was at the beginning of 2018, I put out a call just on my personal Facebook page because I have a lot of online business friends on that page. And I said, here's what I'm trying to do. I, I want to do 52 coffee chats in 52 weeks. This isn't a sales pitch. This isn't a discovery call. It's not an opportunity for me to sell you. It's not an opportunity for you to sell me. It's just an opportunity for us to get to know each other as people. And so I booked a ton of those and had some really great conversations. And I would ask questions, not just about the person's business, about what they did, but more so about like who they were. Right. And so being able to, to get to know each other on that human level really opened the, up the opportunities for when somebody was looking for a VA or when they were looking for an OBM or when they were looking for somebody who did what I do, 
those people were, were apt to refer me to people because they had gotten to know me as a person. Wow. I love that. That is a great idea. Thanks. Yeah, it was, it was a lot of work. And there were some weeks, like I had to close off my calendar some weeks and be like, okay, I just need a breather. So there were a couple, you know, or rather a few weeks where I did two or three coffee chats in a week to kind of catch up and everything. But since then, or they've become, you know, a really big part of my biz bestie tribe as it is online and stuff. So definitely, definitely helpful. Amazing. It's about connection. That is yes. an amazing point. What are some of the, the more difficult things you found starting up and how did you overcome those obstacles? Yeah, I think figuring out exactly what my lane was. Everybody talks about niching down and I know it's so, so difficult when you're just starting out because you feel like, well, my niche should be anybody who's willing to pay me. (laughs) (laughs) And, And I felt the same way too at first, but it really is true that the riches are in the the niches, you know, or riches are in the niches, however you want to say it. And when I realized what I wanted to become an expert at and what I wanted my go-to thing to be, then I was able to start charging more. I was able to start really streamlining and getting some really great systems in place for those things that I knew I was an expert at. And then once I, I started getting a team, knowing what my team is an expert at, and that just streamlined everything. It's so much easier to be super excellent at a few things rather than have a laundry list of things that you're sort of good at and most of those things you probably don't even enjoy doing. So really narrowing it down into who do I really enjoy working with and what do I really enjoy doing and how do I really enjoy supporting those people. I know it's so easy to get caught in that trap of wanting to do everything just to get paid and this is spot on. Thank you. Yeah. I guess what What would be your number one advice for mothers of young children who are working full time, trying to get their business off the ground? What would you say should be like their next goal, like to kind of keep the momentum going forward? Yeah, I would say have some non-negotiables. So I know that with my course for new VAs for with Built to Profit, most of the women in there, they're moms, they're still working full time. And so I totally get it that it is a lot and it feels like a lot very often but thinking about, okay, why am I doing this? And then having the why be the forefront. I know for a lot of the women in my groups, their why is strongly around family and just being able to spend more time with their kids and being able to take a random Wednesday off to go see, you know, little Timmy soccer practice or his musical at at school or something. And so if you really think about, okay, this is why I'm doing it. This is why I'm putting in that time each and every day. It helps those harder times become more bearable because you can see kind of the, the light at the end of the tunnel, you know, the, the pot of gold at the end of the rainbow kind of thing. And then also realizing that like your path to success doesn't need to look like anybody else's. So what took me eight months may take you a year or may take you two years and that's okay. So doing it at your own pace and just doing a little bit more, achieving a little bit more every single day is how you get to where you want to be. The consistency part is the thing that I see that is the most important. It's not about going fast. It's just about going every single day and not letting things deter you from continuing on in, in what you're, you know, what you desire, what your why is. I love that. If you know exactly why you're doing something, it just makes it so much easier, especially during those rough times, which unfortunately are way more frequent than the good times. <laughs> I know, I know. There's, 
there's some months where I'm just like, I say to my husband, I'm just going to burn it all down. I'm just going to go become a barista at Starbucks. It would be so much easier <laughs> even now. But then I remember like, what am I doing this for? You know, I love to travel. My husband and I love to travel together and we have a goal of being debt free by the time he retires from the air force. And so those are our big whys to be able to travel and, you know, to support our girls and to just support other people and give back richly. And so when you think about that, even on the hard days, it's like, okay, this, I can do this. <laughs> Perfect. I love this. This has been such a great interview. I'm really <laughs> enjoying this. I just have one last question for you. How do you kind of keep your family involved with your business? Yeah. So my husband and I, for a while, have already thought about you know, him coming into my business in some capacity once he retires from the Air Force, so in about three years. And I think that that's a really fun idea. And also, I just bounce ideas off of him all the time. The other day, I was about to sign up for a new 2020 mastermind, and I just bounced the idea off of him before that. And I was like, you know what, here's the pros, here's the cons, and he helped me figure it out. I think that involving him is really important to me and getting his opinion and feedback, even if he's just like, it's your business, you know, it's up to you, which he says all the time, but I still want his opinion and feedback. And then when it comes to my stepdaughters, like just them seeing me pursue my goals, I think is just a huge part of, of teaching them that anything is possible. Last, I think it was last Mother's Day, uh, Grace, our oldest one, made me a card and she was like, you know, seeing you run your own business, like, and be a strong, powerful woman is so amazing. And like, I didn't even realize that she noticed, you know, really, even that I like run a business as much as she does. But like, our kids see us and that's really cool to see. And as they get older, I think that there's ways to involve them more. They're still on the younger side. They're, they're 10 and 12. So there's not really that much to involve them business-wise, but them just seeing me pursue my dreams, I think is important to them. Oh, you just melted my heart. I love hearing <laughs> that. Thank you so much. This has been an amazing conversation. I have just loved everything you've said. Thank you so much for being a guest on this show. If anyone wants to reach out and learn more about this amazing woman, uh, please look her up at TashaBooth.com. That's T-A-S-H-A-B-O-O-T-H.com. Again, you heard it from her. Balancing family and life with a business is hard, but it's doable. So thank you again, Tasha, for joining us. Thank you. And I hope you had an amazing time because I definitely did. Oh, thank you so much. Thank you for listening. If you liked today's episode, could you please take a minute to rate and review my show? It would mean the world to me. Also, let me know if you have any questions or if there's something in particular that you are struggling with so that we can cover it in future episodes. And don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss out. Remember, progress is being just 1% better today than you were yesterday. You got this, mama. See you on the next episode.